Las acciones dicen más que las palabras. Abre el Pro Access Tailgate disponible de la nueva Ford F-150. Sí, una puerta oscilatoria de fácil acceso para convertir su cama en tu nuevo taller. Conecta tus herramientas al Pro Power Onboard disponible. Ya sea que necesites soldar o cortar madera, con la F-150 puedes. Fuerza así de inteligente, solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Pro Access Tailgate disponible en la primavera de 2024. Bet your ass. That's Cornelius. I'm McGee. We always start in the same place, my friend. What are we smoking today? Everyone has a plan A. Today we have a plan B. <laughs> It is by Oscar Valadares. <laughs> it is intended to be a bundle cigar. It is a cigar that is intended to be a lower price point. Um, a lot of people, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know the story behind it of why it's called a plan B, but I understand the cigar appearance and the cigar profile as far as taste fits into the profile quite perfectly, if you ask me. I kind of still get that leaf or Oscar taste through the cigar. Yeah. It's very, very, um, it has that Honduran kind of feel to it. I don't. I, I wasn't able to find much on it as far as the composition or talk to uh, my rep to find out, you know, what is actually in the cigar. But it definitely is a, uh, a long fill that has a great taste. Um, and at the price point, Uh, you can't miss it. It's called a Plan B. A little hard to find, um, but a great cigar uh, nonetheless. Yeah, great. Absolutely. Uh, like, it's fine. Like, there's okay. nothing There's nothing wrong with this cigar. No. It's and it's affordable. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a good yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, looking at the rest of his, you know, profile, it's a little bit more pricier. So if you want to smoke a leaf, uh, maybe oh, yeah. you smoke three cigars a day and you want to have a leaf day. Hey, you could smoke a couple of these and a Leaf, a couple of these and an Oscar, a couple of these and Ultra Q, a couple of these and uh, a Superfly, and, yeah. you know, have a full Leaf day. Take it. Um, Speaking about an entire day, how about two days? Two days straight of pure, super wild card football. Pretty exciting. Very. Let's be um, open and honest about what's going on here. Okay. We already recorded this podcast. We did. We did. It, uh, <laughs> we had some technical issues. Sounded like shit. Yeah. And we're re-recording. Yeah. But we're probably going to fly through it a little faster. Yeah, this is Just, a condensed version. Yeah. So, But, you know, episode 125. It's a big deal. And this is the first time we've had to do a re-record. This is true. This first is time. True. There was one time we recorded and it sounded so bad that we didn't put it out. Yeah. And other than that, this is the first time we've ever had mm -hmm. to re-record. So that's cool. And I think... Now, the quality might not be great, but I think we'll still be able to salvage our conversation with Yeah. So we'll, that's we'll cool. Bring, we'll bring that up we'll a little bit later. Bit. We'll, we'll throw that in, you know, in, after we and, talk football. you know, if we would have did a cross-study with our listening audience and found out that they were into Alvin and the Chip, Chipmunks, then we probably could have released it because it sounds exactly like Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
All right, we were, we said we were gonna fly through this episode. Let's keep. But moving. have okay. I ever told you the Alvin and the Chipmunk story? No. Hmm. So, very famous story in my family. My grandmother is a pianist, or was was a pianist and singer, mm-hmm. and she lived in New Jersey. But she for a while she was teaching at NYU. Um, my grandmother's English was fine. She did most of her growing up here. I want to say she was born on the boat on the way over from mm. Armenia. Her and her brother, her twin brother. I'm not sure if that's true. They, it might have been here. It might have been before they got on the boat. I don't know. But, I, you know. Uh, but Armenian was always the most popular language at home. I mean, you know. So, back in like the, I don't know, I'm guessing the 50s, 40s, whenever this happened, it was very common to share a cab in New York. Mm-hmm. People would be like, oh, you're going here, I'm going here. We'll share a cab. You know, and, and people that don't even know each other would share cabs all the time. So my grandmother, after being at NYU, would have to hop in a cab and go to the ferry and take the ferry over to New Jersey. That's how she commuted. And she gets in this cab. She's sharing a cab with these two, two men. And they're speaking in Armenian. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother didn't say anything. She just let them speak. And they were speaking about this cartoon they were starting, comic strip and cartoon they were doing, right? And it was going to be about these three singing squirrels. And they were brothers. Hmm. And they're talking about this idea and back and forth. And the end, as she's about to get out the cab, she turns to them. And in Armenian, messes with their heads a little, right? Mm-hmm. But she turns to them in Armenian and she says, you should probably go with chipmunks. They're much cuter than squirrels. And then gets out of the, the cab and goes on with their life. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It turns out one of the creators, or one or more of the creators, one, part of the creative team were Armenian. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just and... so happened to be in the taxi. Now, my question is this. Would Alvin and the squirrels have worked as well as no. Alvin and chipmunks? Alvin and chipmunks, for sure. <laughs> So, wow. Yeah. So so my grandmother deserves a little cut. Florence Florence Martirosian deserved a little cut. There you go. Action. For sure. Sure. All right. That was a tangent. Sorry. I, I couldn't help myself. No. What else am I what else is Albert <laughs> and the Chipmunks coming up on this conversation <laughs> Nick, for me to tell you? If so. we ever mess it up again, but uh, let's hope this never happens. Yeah, let's hope this never happens. Okay. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Saturday, there's three games. Sunday, there's three games. This yes. is gonna be the greatest football weekend ever. Starting at 105 on both days, but we're going to start with Saturday AFC North 7 seed Indianapolis Colts at the AFC number two uh, number two seed um, Buffalo Bills. The now we're Buffalo still going to pick all six games against each other for with a lunch wager, correct? We did that in the original, so, so we can do that. Yeah, let's be consistent. So our plan is we're each going to pick all six games, mm-hmm. and whoever wins more than the other. Wins. Yeah. And the loser has to buy the winner lunch. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be rather quick because we already did it. Right. So. I love transparency. Yeah. We're just making sure everybody knows where we're at. So the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Buffalo Bills uh, at Bills Stadium. And uh, it's minus six and a half Buffalo Bills. Yeah. What was the pick that we Well, we both agreed that the Bills are going to cover at six and a half. Okay. We were both very conscious that. If it was seven, it'd be harder to bet, or seven and a half, it'd be much harder to bet. Mm-hmm. Um, we discussed how there's going to be a couple upsets this weekend. There always is in the yeah. first weekend of the playoffs. And this is kind of a live dog, but 
if we're, we got to pick it, we got to pick it. And I got a lot of faith in what the Bills have been doing the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Right? I may not have any real money on this, but against you, I like the Bills. Okay. And you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think this could, be, this could be a really exciting game. The, the Colts are playing, playing really well, and they've, they've fought their way into the playoffs. And they're a good team. And they're, they're definitely going to be in this game. This isn't, I, I don't see a blowout here. Mm-hmm. If the Colts can somehow win this game, they can be formidable going forward too, because they'll be mm-hmm. confident. But for our sake here, for we both like the Bills to cover. It's right. the it's it's the safer play. It Absolutely. feels like, all right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving. Next, we have on Saturday. Uh, this is going to be the four forty game, and it's the number six NFC seed, uh, the Los Angeles Rams, at the NFC North number three seed. Um, Seattle Seahawks, and this one is minus three Seattle. Now this game we did not agree on. This no. game we 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 differed in a. Yep. Um, I can explain my pick. Okay. I uh, I have more faith in the history of what the Seahawks have done over the last couple years mm-hmm. going into this game than I do the Rams. Right, the Rams. Seemingly, they're starting a undrafted, undrafted rookie who at quarterback because uh, uh, Jared Goff has had thumb surgery recently. Um, he may play, I'm hearing, but I, I, if I'm a Rams fan, I actually want the rookie. Hmm? Even before he hurt his thumb, Jared Goff hasn't been consistent. Um, it's just I, I have more faith in Russ in this situation than. Whoever's on the ramps, you know it's that simple. And I, this is literally let me be different. Um, pick right here. Um, I just picked it. I just wanted to pick the underdog, and this one of the. At this point in the week, this is the smallest underdog, um, on the uh, on the ticket. So. Uh, I picked uh, the Los Angeles Rams for that reason. So I felt that they could possibly, um, you know, they could possibly, at the very least, they could possibly cover and make it a close game. It's their uh, third time playing each other this season. It's not like these yeah. teams don't know each other well. Right. So uh, that's why it's going to be hard. Uh, it's hard to imagine either team blowing the other team out right. because they're right. familiar with the uh, each team's, you know, oeuvre. Mm-hmm. What's next? Uh, the third game on Saturday is the NFC North fifth seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the NFC North fourth seed Washington football team. It's the eight fifteen game uh, at the moment. This particular game is minus eight Tampa Bay. Let's go Buccos. Um, this is a great situation. You get to play the NFC East division winner. There is mm-hmm. no reason for the Buccaneers not to advance and win this game. The question here is, will they cover the eight points? Uh, although both defenses are pretty good, I think that uh, I think this could this could get a little wild on the scoreboard, mm-hmm. and I think the Bucks could really put up a number. This this game is the most blowout potential of all six games this weekend. Yes, for me, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, now, maybe I'm biased because I am unabashed. Buccaneers fan, but we both picked the Buccaneers. 
in the, in the first taking uh, first take of this this podcast. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've I've changed your mind at all, but I have not. I think the Buccaneers will cover. Um, you know, I worry a little bit about that defensive line and then the and the, the the Washington football team's defense in general. Yeah, but their secondary is not great. Their defensive line is great, and yeah. Brady gets the ball out pretty fast. And I, I just I suspect Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin, even if Mike Evans doesn't play, I think Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin could really have some fun. And we both picked the same on this. Yes, we did. Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. as it should. Um, I don't think Washington is going to overcome the unbelievable wealth of um, talent on the other side, not yeah. to mention um, with quarterback. I mean, yeah. It's, it is Alec. I think so. I oh. think he's starting. They might yeah. do a little platooning, but for the most part, it'll be him. Now, he's a pro. I mean, he doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, That's yeah, always yeah. been his thing. Yeah. He doesn't make mistakes. But this is why you stockpile all that talent, so that if your number one wide receiver goes down or gets injured going into the playoffs, you're still deep. Correct. And, and this is why they did it, and it seems like they're still set up to make a run. What else you got? Let's go to Sunday. Uh, Sunday, 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 Sunday. AFC North fifth seed, Baltimore Ravens at the AFC North fourth seed, Tennessee Titans. It's the 105 game. They'll be playing in uh, Nissan Stadium. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are, at the moment, minus three and a half. Uh, we disagreed on this game. Yeah. Um, listen. One side's got Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and Harbaugh as a coach, a lot of very fast um, weapons on offense and an offensive line that caters to that kind of play. It's a great rushing attack. It's not a good rushing attack. It's a great rushing attack because there's multiple weapons in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other team has Derrick Henry, and that guy's a monster mm-hmm. who – him and some big boy offensive linemen, that's a great running running game too. Right. The difference here is the Texans I mean sorry, the Titans also have a great passing and defense that's tested and tried and and and, and not scared. Mm-hmm. Um this is very easy for me to take the Titans plus the three and a half. Yeah. I like the Titans to uh to knock the Ravens out a second year in a row out of the playoffs. Also, I, I just don't – the Ravens really beat up on some bad teams this year, and they mm-hmm. won their way in by doing what they had to do, but they haven't looked good all year. And I just felt like they were susceptible going into – you know, I knew probably two or three weeks ago at some point I'm betting against the Ravens in the playoffs, and this is – why wait? I'm doing it right now. Yep. Uh, I like the Titans here. Okay. And you, you picked the Ravens. I did. I um, once again being different. This is a team where it's minus three and a half um, to cover, and it means if they win by three and a half or more. So, in this instance, it's close enough for me to say, "Hey, this is you know at the moment this is a team that's being that actually is being." Um, um, Chosen. It's the favorite. Yeah. Yep. They're, you know, he's a year away from being MVP of the league. I mean, they're a great team. 
Yeah. And they're a great team and a great quarterback, great coach. You know, that. I get it. I just, there's something about the Titans that they just feel hungry. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Um, our next game uh, in the Super Wild Card Weekend is the NFC North number seven Chicago Bears. That's uh, my team. Uh, at the NFC North two seed. New Orleans Saints. It's the 440 game. Uh, they'll be playing at Mercedes Benz Superdome. Uh, and this game, the spread is New Orleans minus 10. Big spread. Yeah. I'm surprised that we differed on this one mm-hmm. because uh, I love the underdog here. I love 10 points, oh, yeah. I love plus 10. I all I need is a great defense and a and a quarterback who's looked good the last few weeks to keep it close against a Saints team that in the last couple years has gone out in dramatic fashion in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Saints are great at getting knocked out in the playoffs. I have no problems betting against the Saints in the playoffs. And to give me ten points here, I didn't I'm not even hesitating. I like the Bears plus ten. Yeah. I almost forgot that we already recorded this, but I was like, no, I did choose the Bears. But what I did is I chose the Saint for our bet, and then I turned around and I bet $50 on the Bears. <laughs> for, uh, just to cover lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to cover, you know. Uh, you know. All right, hey, that's a good one. That should be a great game. It should, really yeah. should be a great game. I see weaknesses when I look at the Saints, and I see a couple strengths when I look at the Bears. Mm-hmm. It, it, could be a, it could be a close game, and that's all I need to win. Well, the Bears have definitely had um, some. Uh, you know, they they are known to having a good off. Um, I I I think that that's one of their bigger characteristics of their or one one of their plus, you know, plus um, characteristics of their team. Um, but they still have to score. Yeah. You know? Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. Montgomery's not a bad running back. If if if, if Mitchell Trubisky can play mm-hmm. the way he's been playing the last few weeks, they only they, they might not need to get that many points. Right. They might only need to put up 21 and the defense contain the Saints. We'll see. I'm, I'm we'll looking see. forward to that game. To watching that game. We will see. We will see. And then the last game of the weekend. Uh, The last game is going to be the AFC North 6 seat Cleveland Browns at the AFC North 3 seat Burke Steelers. They'll be playing in Heinz Field. uh, Minus 6 Burke. It's kind of a bummer that COVID has crushed the, the Browns at like the worst time. Because I was... This game really has been. Yeah. Third time playing. They're familiar with each other. Heated rivals over the years. The Browns finally in the playoffs after so long. And unfortunately, they're not going to have their head coach and a handful of players. And that's going to be really tough for them to keep the game close or, or win the game. I, I just mm-hmm. think considering the COVID situation, the Steelers are going to cover that 7-0 problem. And we both we – both Said the same thing. Uh, you know, the Steelers, uh, they rested Ben Roethlisberger last last game of the um, season. Um, 
they've had some hiccups, some things that, you know, uh, might have been slightly uh, questionable as far as games that they probably should have won. But, however, um, I don't know. They, they should come ready to play. I, I think Tom Blinn, hey, that's what, it, you know, I was thinking that there was something that happened that a lot of people looked over, and I'm not really sure what it was that happened, but on the Pittsburgh sideline, there was a little bit of a scuffle between two players. Hey, just means they want to win, baby. You like you want to see a little fire. You want to see a little okay. fire in your team All going right. into the playoffs. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's a problem. I think that's a that's a good sign. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, even when they won those eleven games, a lot of those were one score wins and and close calls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I was overvaluing the Steelers most of the season. I do think they win this game and they cover this spread, but depending on what happens next week and who they're playing. They, they, I, I could see me betting against them next week. You know, I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. I see them winning Super Wild Card Weekend matchup, but I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's get Tyler on the phone, although mm-hmm. we've already recorded it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, and then we'll be right back. All right. All right. Yeah, we're back. And we got Tyler on the phone. Hey, guys. What's going on? Um, you got a good question for us this week, Woody? Yeah, I think so. Uh, this one's from Juan in Florida. He says, uh, you know, I've been around some of the Facebook groups and forums, and I see people posting pictures with their cigars sitting on the ash. What is the significance of that? You mean when it's sitting up upright on top of the ash? <laughs> Vertical, yeah. Yeah, vertical. I've yeah. seen tons of those pictures. Yeah. So, a couple of things. Um, an ash is kind of, by the end of the cigar, the ash is kind of the telltale of the construction, I guess, of the cigar. Um, doesn't mean it's going to taste good. just means that it was constructed well. Um, it can now understand that there's different types of tobacco leaves. Certain tobacco leaves are a little bit more pliable. Some are a little bit more rigid. Uh, Sometimes they put the mix that they put in the binder and filler are a more tougher leaf sometimes. So that could be the reasoning Mm -hmm. that you get a good long ash. Um, Sometimes you look at the ash and the way that it burns, uh, you get that little bit of gray, a little bit of dark gray, but yet it's strong, it flares out just nicely, and it um, holds well. And then there's certain cigars, I'm not saying any names, but there's certain cigars that every puff and a half, it's falling on my shirt. Right. You know? <laughs> um, but that doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean, but it tastes great because, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I'll have to wash this shirt, you know, for sure. I mean, because... Seems to be the ones I decide to smoke in the car that do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So even though it means everything, it can also mean nothing. And so if you're able to take that picture where the whole ash is still Mm -hmm. attached to the stub and you can stand it up, that just demonstrates that it was a, that it stayed together, you know, very nicely all the way through. It's, it's, it's well constructed. It, 
doesn't necessarily say anything about the quality of tobacco, though. Yeah. Uh, is that, no, no, is no. That you, you're right. It, do, to say? It, it, it doesn't. You're absolutely right because there's a lot of uh, cig- there's a lot of tobacco leaves that are very um, thin. So if they they're thin before they're burned, when they're burned, the ash is not going to be. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a very durable ash Mm -hmm. right you know and to be honest with you if a cigar is constantly you know dropping the ash a lot of times you just say to yourself man i'm you know what i'll put this down i'm not going to just walk out with ash all over me but if it's a very good cigar a lot of times you deal with it you know you're like okay i'm gonna have to ash this a little bit sooner because i'm definitely going to smoke it all the way down yeah (laughs) You know, so mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't hold. It doesn't hold. It doesn't hold a good ash, and other ones, they hold a really good. Ash. Now, this kind of brings up another question: How much? How much or, or how little ash is like ideal on the end of the cigar? Um, and, and I think we might have we we might have covered this once before, and that the what you want to do is you do want to ash as I mean, if it gets a little bit longer, then yeah, you want to go ahead and ash it, but you don't want to ash very often because the ash actually helps in keeping burning cool, and burning cool is what you want to do. All right. Good stuff. Get all those tobacco flavors. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. It's just like food. If you cook food at a very high temperature, some, yeah, if you're trying to glaze onions or something. But my point is, is if you, in general, if you, cook food at an extremely high temperature as opposed to letting it simmer and letting everything, you know, marinate and, and uh, combine flavors. Yeah. It's, a, you know, a lot of times low temperature is when you're really trying to, uh, for instance, um, uh, uh, goulash, what is it called? Gumbo. You know, you don't boil gumbo at a high boil, right? Yeah, you let <laughs> it, it simmer. It simmers. Just, you know, so it's, saying, it's the same thing. You have three, four, five, nine, sometimes double-digit amounts of tobacco inside the cigar, and you're heating that tobacco up, and all of those oils you want to mix together, burn nice and slowly, and for you to enjoy the flavor. So, All right, man. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Neil. You're a wealth of information as always. Thank you, Juan from Florida, for submitting a great question. And thank you, Tyler, for sorting through all the questions and picking out the best ones. Sure thing. And if anyone else has questions out there listening, send them on in. We'll go on through them. Our email is ask at betyourash.com. All right. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, fellas. Have a good one. You too. We're back. I love I love when Tyler calls us with a question. I like that users that users listeners submit questions and 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 first off, you're a wealth of knowledge. You know when we're talking about cigars, and so it makes sense to take advantage of that. And second of all, I like knowing that people are listening and care enough to engage with us. Very good to have um, an outlet to engage our. I mean. They're, yeah, they're not really customers. Yeah. yeah, we don't make any money, and this is a free, <laughs> this is free content. Um, again, free content. So maybe you know, since we're not asking you for any money, you could just 
throw a review on Apple Podcasts that says we're great. <laughs> or great. we're horrible. I don't care what it says. Just put a review on Apple Podcasts and maybe rate us, you know, five stars and, and, and share us with your friends and all those kind of things. Um, it helps a lot. It really helps a lot. Um, so, the plan B. Now that we've smoked yes. it. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um, if you're looking for a low or a uh, reasonably priced cigar, um, possibly even presented in a bundle, then this is not necessarily your plan B. This should be your plan A. <laughs> it's a that was good. That very, was good. It's a very good cigar. Um, uh, I think uh, Oscar, he's actually been here to uh, Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax, Denver, Colorado, in the Capitol Hill area. If you're in the area, you can actually stop by, and we are back open again for Inside yeah. Smoking. It was great. I walked in today. There's a couple people. I mean, it's limited capacity, yeah. but it still feels good to see some people in here. Baby steps towards normalcy. Yeah. You know? So um, I had... agree with you about this cigar. Mm-hmm. The, the, the fact is I've tried other, uh, like, economy brands or levels or whatever you want to call it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the best of that price Right, this is a good cigar at a incredibly reasonable price. So, yeah, it's fine, great. Um, and on that note, we're gonna, we're, you know, this rush take two, <laughs> but we uh, we're gonna call it a wrap. Um, yep. Bet you are Ash Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook, and we will talk to you soon. That was another episode of Bet Your Ass. We record the podcast on the studio level of Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado. And we always like to use this space to say thank you to some people. First and foremost, to you, the listener. If a tree falls in the woods, nobody's around to hear it, you know what I mean. Why would we record a podcast if nobody listens? We'd also like to thank Connor for his patience and hard work. We'd like to thank Tyler for his engagement and Binsky for his never-wavering support. And, of course, Stephen Hobbs, none of this would be happening without you. Bet Your Ash on Instagram. Bet Your Ash Pod. Bet Your Ash Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay in touch. Talk to you soon. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español.